Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, June 3rd. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Making It Happen Incorporated, Transforming Your Dreams into Reality. Once again, we have another very special show for you, and as as usual, we are just always excited to be able to share uh, and enlighten uh, you with just great stuff that will help to empower you throughout your week. Um, so I'm pleased to have co-hosting with me once again Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the president, CEO, and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated. Hey, Teresa, how are you today? Oh, I just, I, I'm doing so well. I just feel great. My spirit feels great, and I'm, do, I'm doing phenomenal today. I feel phenomenal. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, so, and it's a beautiful day, actually, because I'm looking outside as we speak out the window, and I mean to tell you, it is a beautiful evening. It Love it. It is. It is. Love it. So we are uh, excited about our show this evening, and tonight's topic is the power of now, and it's part two. Um, we are going to be sharing some very empowering information with you from the book Power of Now, uh, written by Mr. Eckhart Tolle, and this is actually an extension of the show we did last week. So for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at L-Y-S-E 101. That's Lease 101. We are now available as a podcast, and it's free, ladies and gentlemen, so please go to the iTunes store and click on Podcast and type in a date with Destiny so that you can receive future updates as well as being able to take us on the road with you wherever you go. You can also send me a message through this site, if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. Also, if you have been working on something in your business or in your personal life and haven't seen the results that you've been wishing for and you've been expecting a breakthrough, that breakthrough that you've just been praying so hard for and you're frustrated because it doesn't seem to be happening like you are expecting it to, don't worry, just send me a message, and I will consult with you to see if a little extra coaching will help to get you there. Uh, sometimes it just helps 
to have someone else on the other end that has been through uh, what you are actually going through in your professional or even in your personal life just to kind of, you know, have another set of ears to help to guide you through to getting all that you would like to have, you know, in, in this journey that we're on. So just uh, send me a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash, forward slash a date with destiny 101 or you can leave a message via my website, which is info at yourdestinyawaits.net. Uh, so, Teresa, I, once again, I just want to welcome you to the show this Thank evening. You, Thank you, for having me. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just need to do a woosah, you know, take some yeah. deep breaths and just relax and just let the Holy yeah. Spirit flow uh, throughout this yeah. whole program um, because, you know, I know coming off of the weekend, sometimes Mondays, you know, it's just the beginning of, you know, a work yeah. week. And I know yeah. sometimes we have so much to get done in the course of a day. So uh, just the fact that you take the time to share with me and to share with our listening audience, um, I really, really appreciate that. So, so much gratitude yeah. to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. And I wanted <laughs> to make one one comment. I just sure, want sure. Uh, your listening audience out there to know what a privilege it is to being on the show, A Date with Destiny. And the reason Aww. it is is because as I go through my week, I am searching on television, looking for television programs, um, just trying to find some positive energy, something positive that I could listen to to kind of uplift my spirit. And your yeah. show is one of those bright spots. I know not only for me, mm-hmm. but I speak with a number of people who have called in from your show. But I just yeah. want to thank you for taking the time uh, to really deliver this show and the, to deliver it in, in the way that you do is just awesome. And the uh-huh. one thing I just want to say is that in a world where we have a lot going on, we're busy, we're doing this, and we get more negative than positive, that this show is one of those bright lights, and I just want to congratulate you Aww. because I know financially it's a startup, and so I know the kind of work it takes. And I would encourage your listening audience to go out there. Lisa has an e-book online. Please click into her website so that you can get uh, her e-book. And more than that, as she mentioned, she does coaching. And the final thing I think is important is sometimes people touch your lives and if you just want to give a donation to help, I, I just believe that that people should do that. There are times when people right. just touch a lot so much that we're like, wow, I just need to do something to show my appreciation. Right. And I would encourage anyone out there who's feeling that or want to do that to do it. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. That means yeah, a lot. Yeah. And you know, um, also they can check out um, the Making It Happens uh, web website too. M I H dot org. Yes. Um, yeah. So M-I-H you can go. M I H group dot org. That's right. Group Yeah. Right, and um, you can also go to that website, and you know, because our books are listed there as well. And um, just yes. before we go on, Teresa, I'm excited mm-hmm. about one of the changes that uh, you have made to MIH. You're changing the title <laughs> just a bit. So uh, before we get into the show, why don't you just share with us uh, the the great things that MIH Make It Happen um, are doing at this moment? 
Well, a couple of things. MIH has moved into a new location. For those of you who have been traveling with us, we were we were at the Applebee's off of Rice's Town Road um, mm-hmm. in Baltimore, Maryland, for a, for a number of years, actually. And then mm-hmm. God, um, thanks to your guidance and directions, suggested that we really needed to have a place where there wasn't any chatter and loud noises and music. And so mm-hmm. since we've done that, the organization has grown, I think, a tremendous amount. We're, uh, yeah. we're obtaining, a, uh, we've got like three or four new people, which is like unheard of in one month span. Usually it would take us like six months just to get that. So we're very right. grateful. But what God has yeah. done is he changed the name of the group, and I feel like Abraham, when Abram was just Abram, and he changed it to Abraham. But anyway, um, one of the things that, uh, we're doing is the group will now be called making it happen God making it happen God's way. So we're heavenly wow. spiritual group, and God gave me that one day, as you know, Lisa, when I was meditating, and He said, "I yes. want you to change the name." And I just feel ever since I've made that change, even mentally, we still have some little paperwork to fill out, but I just feel the spirit has been so strong, not only deep within my spirit and soul but also others. So I just thank God for all that he does for me and how he's just had me on this journey and this path. And I was sharing with one of our new members, actually, and just mm-hmm. telling her how how exciting it is when you really kind of walk off that cliff <laughs> and you take that yeah. free fall for God into your destiny. And, that we, and it's not easy, and we're always yeah. nervous about the decisions and moves we make. But if you yeah. follow the faith and 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 really stay on that journey. It's just so uh, amazing and exciting. So I would encourage your listeners to really, in terms of what a date with destiny is about, is to really get in line with what your destiny really is, and then ask God to move you accordingly. Um, and and that's all I wanted to share. But thank you, Lisa, for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? No problem at all. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. I can be used, you know, that's my 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 purpose um, in life mm-hmm. is just to to do whatever I can for you know those who are actually just trying, you know, to to move it <laughs> forward. And I found mm-hmm. something a saying today, Teresa, that I thought was so profound that I had to print it out mm-hmm. and put it on my desk, uh, frame it actually. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. the saying is, when we honor our true path. Mm-hmm. We come face to face with who we really are. When we honor our true path, we come face to face with who we really who we wow. really are. And I just want to take a moment to expound on that. Um, I think that is so profound because mm-hmm. we are so busy, like you know, with all these other different masks that we have to wear yeah. throughout a, a, any given yeah. time of the day. And we're yeah. we're so busy working for this company or working for that corporation or yeah. doing this and doing that. And the work that we do for others in their businesses is not our true path. That's not who we really are. You know, yeah. and um I think for months when we were meeting at the Applebee's at on Racist Town Road, I would tell mm-hmm. you, you know, that we need to get back to uh our our true, you know, uh what God has yeah. given us, our gifts. We need to operate in our yeah. gifts. And if we yes. operate in our gifts, then the rest yes. will naturally flow. You know, so we, we get in our own way so much. Um, yes. And I think yes. the best thing that 
anybody can do is just to take that time, uh, whether it's meditation or through prayer, both actually, and just, you know, find out, you know, uh, what your path is. What is it inside of you that's pulling at you, that's calling you? And what are you yeah. running from? Because a lot of times I had a conversation on Saturday, uh, you know, someone was sharing with me how uh, there's someone very close to them was running, mm-hmm. running from, you know, uh, their true calling. I've done it. I'm mm-hmm. guilty. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't until really recently that I, you know, you know, you think that you are walking completely, but then, you know, you find out that you're not. And and it's not until you really accept the calling in your life uh, is that's when, you know, um, all doors start to swing open for you. Every single yeah, door yeah. that you've, um, every seed that you've planted you know, every desire that you've wanted, it just starts to flow naturally. So I just wanted to right. share that with you, and I'm really proud of you and what MIH is doing, um, the Aww. new members. And, and it's just going to continue to grow because each time someone new comes, well, guess what they're doing? They're bringing someone else. <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. going to keep yeah. growing. And now we have the space to really yeah. just to minister and, and to to grow, um, and so I'm so excited about that. That is awesome. Yeah, and it is. it, it feels as if, Lisa, it, it, when we do allow it to grow in that way, we just feel so rewarded. Like, we just feel gifted yeah. that yeah. people are coming into their own. It, I can't explain that feeling, and I don't know why, but I hear the Spirit of God saying there's some people out there who want to really walk and a gift that they know they have, they've been knowing that they they wanted to do this for a long, long time, but they're afraid. And Joyce Myers has the most amazing saying when she says, "Do it afraid." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost evidence appearing real. So if yeah. there's someone out there in your listening audience or in the listening audience who really uh, has, I don't know what it is, it's something creative, whether it's singing dancing, um, photography, something that they're, they're, like, real, real passionate about. And when they're not working their full-time job on the weekends, they're just doing it all the time. Their entire friends and family are like, oh, my God, here she goes again with this, blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. if that's you out there, I would strongly encourage you to really walk into your own and not hesitate, not one bit. Do it afraid. Yeah. Do it afraid. I love it. Do it. That that may be a title of another show. Do it afraid. Yes, I love it. Yes, I'm writing it down yes, as we yes, speak. Yes. <laughs> so, but that yes. is so true. Um, and you know, getting ready to like delve into the topic of our show. Um, this topic is just very empowering. You know, mm-hmm. um, the power of now is so empowering. And once you can grasp that uh, this is all we really have, you know, it, it yes. just helps to open up your a whole new world for you. You start to see things so yes. much differently because now you're yes. not living in the past or you're not trying to jump too far into the future. Um, so if you're listening yes. in and feel compelled to call with a question or comment, that number is 347-237-4518. That's 347 um, our phone lines will be open, and we would just really love to hear from you. 
I want to share an excerpt uh, from Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. I thought that this would be like a a great segue into, you know, talking about uh, the power of now and how it can work for you. Um, And this particular excerpt shows what happens when we resist uh, being in the now, um, what happens to us when we resist what is. So uh, I'm sharing with you a part, you know, portion of his book. Do you resent doing what you are doing? It may be your job, or you may have agreed to do something and are doing it, but part of you resents and resists it. Are you carrying unspoken resentment towards a person close to you? Do you realize that the energy you are emanating is so harmful in its effects that you are, in fact, contaminating yourself as well as those around you? Have a look inside. Is there even the slightest trace of resentment or unwillingness? If there is, observe it on both the mental and the emotional levels. What thoughts? is your mind creating around this situation. Then look at the emotion, which is the body's reaction to those thoughts. Feel the emotion. Does it feel pleasant or unpleasant? Is it an energy that you would actually choose to have inside of you? Do you have a choice? Maybe you are being taken advantage of. Maybe the activity you are engaged in is tedious. Maybe someone close to you is dishonest, irritating, or unconscious, but all this is irrelevant. Whether your thoughts and emotions about the situation are justified or not makes no difference. The fact is that you are resisting what is. You are making the present moment into an enemy. You are creating unhappiness, conflict between the inner and the outer. And your unhappiness is polluting not only your own inner being and those around you, but also the collective human psyche of which you are an inseparable part. The pollution of the planet planet is only an outward reflection of our inner psychic pollution. Millions of unconscious individuals not taking responsibility for their inner space. Either So you either stop doing what you are doing, speak to the person concerned, and express fully what you feel, or drop the negativity that your mind has created around the situation and that serves no purpose whatsoever except to strengthen a false sense of self. Recognizing its futility is important. Negativity is never the optimum way of dealing with any situation. In fact, in most cases, it keeps you stuck, blocking real change, and you don't move forward into what you are desiring. So I just want to take a pause there. Um, The thing that grasped me the most about this is that we do resist what is. You know, anytime we're in conflict with ourselves or with anybody else around us, we are in a resisting mode. Yeah. 
And we are actually, that's like, that. and when you're in that mode, I have found that it takes away your power. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you are in a negative state. You are in a state of probably maybe unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many things that are, that like for example, people who have nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. they are in a state of uh, working for someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a lot of people aren't happy where they are. So mm-hmm. you've got bosses that you're dealing with, you've got coworkers mm-hmm. that you're dealing with, and everyone's um, attitude or emotions affect you. Mm-hmm. So if you if someone has said something against you or someone is doing something uh that is that you're not happy with and you don't address it at that moment, what are you doing? Holding a grudge. You're, <laughs> you're holding a grudge. Right, and then when you leave, Right, and then when you leave that job, what are you doing? You're taking that negative negative energy home with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you take that neg- negative energy home, now it's entered into your house. Uh-huh. You take it to the dinner table. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're taking it uh, doing, with helping the kids with the homework, you know, all uh-huh. throughout being with your family. You've got this negative energy. And then when you go uh-huh. to bed, nine times out of ten, you're taking it to bed. Now, for real, though, that's not a good place. <laughs> you don't want to take the negative energy to the bedroom, okay? Yeah. So what we need to do is recognize that immediately. We have to pay attention to how we're feeling at every given moment and don't let those feelings, like, just slip by us because mm-hmm. it keeps us, and then you take it into the next day, and then you take it into the next day, and the next day. So, like, the power of being in the now for me and what he's saying is that we need to recognize at that moment mm-hmm. how we're feeling and handle it at that moment because what it does is it will free you up in the next moment, right? Right, right, right. Wow, that's that's a that's an earful right there. <laughs> you know, I think that as I'm growing and I'm only growing because, like we always talk about, you have to do the work. It is work in the sense that not working in physical, meaning that you have to keep work and searching and to improve yourself. In order to improve yourself, those like you said, when those negative emotions happen, and we all get them, we're never immune from them. But we have a choice to either harbor them or to release them. And what he's saying is that the more you release them, the happier and more content you are going to be. But if you keep holding it, like you said, which your example was excellent, Lisa, you know, when you're in in a job, you're not happy, you don't get along with your boss, and then you're taking that stuff home to your kids and then to your husband and then – because you're unhappy at a job which you have not made any choices or steps to move out from. And I'm not we're right. not criticizing those who uh who some people are very happy at their job. Right. And I I had one job like that that you know, I went I got up early every morning when I was at the mm-hmm. University of Maryland because I enjoyed working, I enjoyed the atmosphere 
I enjoyed everything. But then when it was time to move after 10 years, it's a long time, I had to move. Right. But at the same time, some of us are. Some of us are enjoying and loving our jobs. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about the people right. who really know that where they are is not productive for them. It's not good for them. They go they go in in the morning barely making it through the door because it's just overwhelming how much yeah. unhappiness it is there. And then when you are unhappy at your work, which you're spending a lot of time there, then you 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 have a, a you will automatically uh, ascribe it to others with you know your friends, your family, and sometimes you're just sitting at a traffic light and you're like, I'm not in a good mood. You ever been at that happened to you? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. why am I not happy? What's going on? And then you think, right, oh, right, that's right. I had that altercation with my boss. I told him. So an idea would not work. He forced me to do it anyway, and then we came back to the same issue, which is, oh, yeah, what you said w- was going to work. And so a lot of that kind of angst is going on. And as we move, yeah. I think it's even more compounded now, given the economic climate, because there is yeah. a transition going on economically and globally. Uh, yeah. uh, and th- it's a real transition. So. What's happening essentially is we can no longer afford to pay. Um, you know, companies want to get the best dollar for for labor, and now we can go to other countries and get it. So that leaves a huge part of middle America out there just trying to, like, figuring out, wow, you know, in addition to taking all this stuff I have to take from my boss, I, 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 I'm I kind of nervous. You've got nervousness in there because I can't afford to use my job because I have a house note. Or I've got to pay for Right, my right. Right, and that's why a whole lot of people aren't happy. Yes, 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 yes. You know, because they're feeling like they're forced to do X, Y, Z, you know, um, and and if I don't do this, then the bills aren't going to get paid. And, I mean, it's just so much rush, 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 and, you know, they just feel stuck. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. just feel stuck. And, and you know, for me, what, what I'm finding is that, you know, again, you they you you hear us talk a lot about meditation. I can't yeah. tell you oh, enough yeah. how yeah. freeing yeah. <laughs> and how much if you really stop and you learn how yeah. to meditate, you just mm. be still. Learn how to really be uh, in in the in the spirit. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. It takes you to another mm-hmm. place, and it just takes your mind mm-hmm. off. And you're able to really focus and function and just get put one foot in front of the other again, you know, and then you move on to the next day. But I don't understand how people can just go from Sunday to Sunday without, you know, some may go to church and they get prayer there, but it's so important to feed your spirit. Yeah, if you're not feeding your spirit, then what are you feeding? You're feeding ego, right? And so if ego you're feeding ego, you're feeling that physical side of ourselves. We're, fe- we're feeding our physical man, and um, we wonder why we are so unhappy um, because there's and no balance there. Man is, right, and physical man is very, it's a me, 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 me. Yes, a me mentality, yeah. Yes, a me mentality, and this one isn't doing enough for me, and I wanted this to happen, and that didn't happen, and it. And it's very, it's not only taxing for the person, but for those around the person when they get yeah. to that point. But you're, you're, you're so true because I know for me in meditation, when you do meditate, when you read, whether it's the Bible or 
whatever books, you know, you read are, you know, Mm -hmm. for your self-gratification. And reading those books, they just, there's something about them going deep into your soul and your spirit that changes you. Like you can't read words like a book like The Power of Now and not be changed after reading it. Or not take a closer look at yourself and say, you know what? I tend to do that. Maybe that. Maybe if I try what he's saying, I won't. I won't feel as stressed. I won't feel as unhappy. Or the things that I desire in life will want to come to me. And that's the thing too about meditation and just being still and quiet is that the things that you're supposed to work on, the direction that God has given that path, it seems so crystal clear. It's like you don't even doubt. You don't question yourself. You just know automatically. I need to take this walk. Uh, you know, to the left more. Mm-hmm. And you know it and you're so confident in it. And as a result, you just, it's so freeing. You feel so good about the decision you've made. Exactly. And, you know, that goes, um, uh, also leads into another issue that um, we have as human beings um, mm-hmm. is that we put too much attention on caring about what other people think about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've noticed that a lot of people aren't really uh, fully moving forward towards what they're being called to do because mm-hmm. they're so concerned about how it will look to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that a bit um, because I can. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can remember, you know, as far as what I've been called to do, and uh-huh. you know, you're thinking, well, you know, um, you know, this, you know, they're going to look at me and think, well, what, what gives her, or what makes her think that she can do this, and what makes her, you know, and you start to think, you know, kind of doubt yourself a little bit. Now, I know that kind of seems mm-hmm. a little crazy that me, moi, mm-hmm. you know, Lisa yeah. Saunders would ever doubt herself. I know, I know, that sounds a little crazy. But, you know, yes, I've experienced that. And, you know, or here we go, dimming my light, you oh. know, dimming my light so that to make other people comfortable around me. You know, and that was like, you know, when I was in my, like, late 20s, early 30s, just, you know, mm-hmm. just dimming it, you know, not being so bright, because you know I got a bright light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now, mm-hmm. you know, when I accept it and I realize, I'm like, wait a minute, why am I dimming my light just so this person can feel comfortable? Mm, that just yeah. doesn't make any sense. So I decided to fully embrace all that God has for me in every single way, and not wow. really focus too much on how anybody else is going to view it. So I yes. just now, yes. my light shines as bright as it possibly can. <laughs> and if it's too light for you, then I would suggest that you put some shades on. <laughs> you know, first you should come to, come to the light. <laughs> but if it's too bright, then you need to put some sunglasses on because this is just yes. my light. You know, and I think that once we start to really pay attention to not focusing so much on what other people think about us, and if you know that you've been called to do something or moved in a certain area to do it, then by all means do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have to stop thinking, or, you know, for here's another example. If you've been led to leave your job and start your own business, or if you've been led to write that book, you know, um, yeah. and, and uh, you know, you may not 
get the same income that you are accustomed to, you know, and you're working, you know, just to make a certain dollar, but you don't need all that, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because, Mm -hmm. God, if you're walking in your calling and your gift, guess what? That'll double. That's going to triple. And you're going to get even more than what your mind can even fathom and deal with. (laughs) So a lot of times we hold ourselves back. Because we have mm-hmm. to keep the appearances, we have to keep up with the Joneses. Right, right. Or we're fear. We're, we don't have the faith or the belief that that God is going to take care of us. We really don't. There you go. Because if yeah. we did, we would make that leap. And I, I was sharing with uh, one of our um, uh, MIH members the other day how, uh, you know, when I was working my last job, I was making close to a six-figure income. Believe me, that's a lot of income to miss. <laughs> and then right. I would get like a $35,000 bonus every year, um, minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when God told me, he had told me when I started the job that I only had two, two, two and a half years there. And so at, at a, it was about two years into it and four months that my boss called me into the office and said, oh, you know, you, I know you're traveling 100, uh, 80%, but we're going to step it up to eight, uh, 100%. You're going to lose your office. And that was significant because at that time I worked with PhDs who were not happy that they didn't have an office, but I had one. So, mm-hmm. um, And I was mm-hmm. not a PhD. So, uh, you know, all of that happened. And I remember because I had had that close connection, and I always tell people, that when you're embarking on something and you really don't know how to go, just always just keep a close connection with God. It doesn't matter whether it's your, you know, your husband or anyone. Always make sure you spend time, like you said, Lisa, meditating and being with God and looking for his direction. Yeah. Because once yeah. he gives you that, when he told me that, when my boss said it, I knew immediately it was my time to, to break. <laughs> and I broke, yeah. and I, I shared with people my journey was different. I did not get unemployment. I didn't get a number of things, and God has taken care of me. I've, I've always had a place to sleep, lay my, you know, to, to, to eat. I've always had food to eat. I've always been able to handle my business. So, you know, as I started to build the businesses, but the peace and the joy, and that's what I, I just try to tell people, that is so much when you when you take that leap, that's the thing that you cannot put a price tag on. I feel like I'm a yeah. millionaire a thousand times over because what I have learned, the peace, the joy, the happiness that has opened up in my life as a result yeah. of taking that leap of faith, I cannot yeah. I, I, I sometimes shudder to think, what if I had held on to that job? What would have happened to me? I would have been yeah. so miserable, so just I don't I, I don't even want to think about it. But yeah. having taken that, like I said before, that different road or path because God had already set me up for it, and you have to do it in God's time, and that's why the communication yeah. is so important. But once you make that leap, the peace, like I said, um, it, it, it passes all man's understanding because yeah. nobody yeah. would understand what's deep in your yeah. soul. And how yeah, because feel. people look at you like you done lost your mind. Like you're crazy. You know, yeah. it's like you yeah. did what? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I've yeah. turned down a couple of of of, of jobs where that you know mm-hmm. good career um, yeah. jobs, but it was just you know, along with 
that money came so much responsibility and it would zap you. It would zap you. You don't have any energy left for yourself or for your family. So then you have to decide, okay, what is really important to me? You know, what is really, what is the, you know, here we go. What is the purpose of life? What is this? What is that? You know, will this really make me happy? I'm like busting my behind like eight hours a day, you know, um, five days, six days a week. And for what? You know, for what? So, and then, you you know, and then again, with that, you don't have the time to meditate. You don't take the time to pray because you're so busy trying to make, you know, your company happy and, and, you know. Mm -hmm. So, how do we live in the now? And I I, um, uh, touched on this in our last uh, broadcast. Um, And I love this when they say, as soon as you honor the present moment, when we honor this moment that that we're in, all unhappiness and struggle dissolves, and life begins wow. to flow with joy and ease. So how do you live in the now? By honoring the present moment. That's you know, yeah. And, Lisa, I wanted to share. We are reading now mm-hmm. the book, The Power of Now, and I was mm-hmm. having like a, a mini Bible study with one of our MIH members. And God Mm -hmm. showed me this. And I had read this scripture a thousand times. I'm sure everybody else has read this scripture a thousand times. But when I read it this time, I understood why why, why the book, The Power of Now, has come into our lives. Now, here's the scripture that we've always heard. And it says, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And when I saw that word now, I understood Mm. what that meant. It wasn't as rich as it is now, having read the power of now. Now, Right. Read that again. Read that again and tell us where, tell us, tell those in the, where they can find it. It says, oh, I'm sorry. It's Hebrews 11 and 1. It's the famous faith scripture that all of us know and recite. Um, Yeah. And it says, now, that means today. That means this very wow. moment. Faith yes. is the substance is. of things hoped for. Yes, we yes. hope for. The evidence yes. things not seen. But we yes. have to, in order to get that, we've got to know that now. Now, today, that is this so awesome. Moment, now, faith is. Now, not tomorrow, now, faces. Right. not yesterday, but now. Right, now. That's faces. right. And when I saw that, that's what you call a powerful revelation that should change our lives in terms of mm-hmm. how we operate. And so for those of the people out there who don't have enough faith, the faith that you have now is all you need to mm-hmm. hope for mm-hmm. having a new mm-hmm. job, hope for having a new car, hope for getting a new home, hope for. And even though you can't see those things, you need to believe now. Now, because yes. Because that's what they about. Wow. And, that and is awesome. Isn't that awesome? But that's the power of God. That's the power of God to show us and direct us to a book that will help illuminate for us what, yes. what, what, what living life is all about and like I said to make that jump 
it's it's going to be yeah. difficult. We're fearful. We don't want to do it. We're going to lose all the cash yeah. that you know the money that we need for mortgage and this and that and the other. But if yeah. we just have enough faith for now, God will take care of all the rest. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And you know, and when you act out, it, when you act out of the present moment awareness, when we are like uh, honoring that present moment. And when you are yeah. aware that you're honoring that moment, whatever you do um, just becomes um, imbued with a sense of quality, care, and love, and even the most simplest yeah. action. So we're not supposed to be concerned with the fruit of our action. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. We're so concerned about the fruit of our action. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this unless I make this kind of money, or I'm not going to do that, I'm yeah. not going to do that. No. Just give attention to the action itself. Don't worry about the fruit. Don't worry about anything. Just focus on the action itself, and the fruit will come of its own accord. Yes, it will. It will. It will. And and it's funny because God has shown me when I was working all my years, I think I was in refrigerator for about 25, 30, 25 years or so. Yeah, that's about right. And How many years ago? there may be 20, 20, may have been 20, because I'm about Woo. 25. Yeah, so a long time. And <laughs> yeah. and I remember every two jobs, I, I, I didn't have any aspirations to be, I started out as a, a researcher, just a plain researcher, not as a, no, I did start out at a manager level. I was fortunate because I always prayed to God, again, having that connection. But when I graduated college, my first job was as a manager at the University of Maryland College Park. But while I was there, I only wanted to do a good job for that day. I never aspired to being like a Ph.D. or this and that. Mm-hmm. I just always cared about doing a good job that particular day. And people would mm-hmm. say to me, wow, mm-hmm. you did this and you've done this. And, well, did you want it? No, I didn't. I, even the type of business I was in, even though I love sociology and psychology, I didn't plan to be in that. It just happened. And, and, and you know, even though I love the two, the two disciplines, but related to that, God showed me for me personally, because as I'm in business for myself now, because you're in business, I was operating like, oh, i got to have these goals. And you do have the goals. You don't stop having your goals. But you just right. what you said, Lisa, you are not attached to the fruit or right. the result. You don't get That's so right. attached. Oh, I only made 20000 and I was supposed to make 80000 and You don't. You just let it yeah. be and operate in let the present. Be. Yes, you desire yeah. to be. And when you're walking hand in hand with God, He's going to give you the best. It's a natural thing that's going to happen in your yes. life. Yes. And, and see, that's the, the thing, because I don't think we're trusting enough. I think that's what yeah. it is. We're not trusting yeah. in the higher being enough, the higher power. Yeah. And here's another yeah. perfect example. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many people out here who have faith, you know, mm-hmm. um, and but the thing is you can tell when they stop having the faith, and I don't think they even realize it themselves when they've stopped having the faith. Because if you, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, easy test, are you stressed? Mm-hmm. Are you depressed? Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you have anxiety? Then if yeah. you have those things, it's the complete opposite of having faith. Yeah. Because if you yeah. had complete and total faith, those things would disappear. Yeah. You would yeah. no longer be like depressed. You would no longer. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's a muscle because I can think yeah. about in my walk, in my faith walk, yeah, I had enough faith to, to, to quit my job, but then as you're going along, you start to say, well, 
am I really going to be okay or am I, you know, but as yeah. you go through that journey and as you have so many years of learning to just put your put your faith in God, then your faith becomes like a muscle that's really bulging out of your arm now because you've been having faith. You know what I yes. mean? So you don't even you don't yes. even think about it anymore. You don't even yeah, yeah, if you need a car, if you want a new home, you just know in time it's gonna happen. You just say, yes. Lord, this is what I need and I know it's gonna happen and you just leave it alone. And it seems yeah. like things turn around quicker when you don't worry, like where when is it gonna come? Will my credit be good enough? Will I uh have right. enough financing uh, enough down payment? You don't worry, right. you don't even care. Because yeah, you are no. operating in faith. You are. And when the compulsive striving away from the now ceases, okay, mm-hmm. when when that stops, the joy of being flows into everything you do. And the moment wow. your attention turns to the now, when you start to focus mm-hmm. on the now, you feel yeah. a presence and a stillness and a peace yeah. that just just blows your mind. And you yeah. no longer depend on the future for fulfillment and satisfaction, and you don't yeah. look to it for salvation. So, you know, you're not, like you said, you're not attached to the results. Um, and neither failure nor success has the power to change your inner state of being. You have found that uh, the life underneath your situation so you've like reached way down inside for that that uh your inner being. You know, you're seeking yeah. that higher power. You're seeking that peace yeah. and that joy because now you're yeah. focused on it. You're not, you know, you you are not striving away. You're not running. You're not running from the present moment. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny you should say that. I had a job this weekend and uh it was at a home and uh uh, woman, there was a woman whose daughter was moving into this home that we were preparing for them to move into, and the woman came in, and I saw her face. I didn't know her name, but her spirit was just thriving. I mean, it was like mm. I had known her all my life. Her face was glowing, and I started talking to her, and right away I knew what kind of life she was living because her spirit was just emanating. It yes. Was just, they, they call it the law of attraction. And so I knew it was as if I knew this woman all my life, and I had just met her. And so we we went back and forth, and she said to me, she was like, you know, I don't know you. You certainly don't know me, but I feel like we know one another. I feel like we've been around each other wow. for all of it. She said, isn't it something how we were able to connect that quickly yeah. on that level when you're living yeah. like that? And I understood yeah. that. And immediately I knew her. When I started talking to her, I said, you write, don't you? And she said, yes, I do. I didn't ask her what she wrote. All I knew to say was just to keep writing. It was if I knew her and I know, you know, like I said, I had just met her. But that's what happens when you're operating on that yeah. spirit level and playing yeah. and not from the me, 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 me mentality. Right. Or, you know, yeah, and, you know, just imagine if you weren't, if you weren't that attuned yes, and aware. Yes. You would have yes, missed that moment. Yes, 
Yeah. But and yeah. see that's yeah. what happens. It's like okay, for example, you know, um, I'll share with you like uh, what is it last weekend or so, maybe two weeks. And I'm standing in line. At, see, I'm very aware of everything, you know. But I'm standing in line at a store, and in front of me there was a, a woman, and she had like two, you know, uh, teenage girls, you know, and they're like I say maybe twelve, thirteen, fourteen, you know, that age group. And she was standing there, and I was just observing, and I felt her energy. Her energy level was so down and so negative. And and the girls, I mean, I just my heart just reached out to her, and you could tell that she was just a very unhappy woman. There was no smile on her face. It was just like oh, I just got to be here just to get this done, so I can move on and do what I got to do. And you see the the people who are being rushed through life. They're rushing through. Yeah. They're not enjoying the moment. They're not just just unhappy. And I see that so much. But then on the other hand, like you just said, you know, when you're paying attention, you do run into people with like minds, and you do run into people yeah. that you meet on that, that on that same level where you are. Yeah. You know, yeah. um I remember years and years ago when you and I first met. We when we when oh, you and I first yeah. met, it was actually yeah. over the phone. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Or was it an email? It was through the it was on it was email. We yeah. sent you, you know, I sent you an email, email. you replied, uh-huh. uh-huh. you called me and when we got on the phone it was instantaneous. Yes, yes. Like we knew each other all our lives and we had never yeah. met people. Never yeah, and and never missed a beat. And so those mm-hmm. things can happen too. Um, but you know, you draw to you what you put out. Yeah. So yes. if yes. you are rushed and you're like always, you know, running from here and there, you're going to miss out on so many blessings because you're yes. not taking the time to focus and embrace where you are at this very moment in life. You miss it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's just like if you're not that, still with the spirit. Yeah, if you're not really abiding, I'm sorry, but if you're not abiding yeah. in that silence and you're still in meditating, you miss the you yeah. miss the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You miss it. Yeah, and you know one example that I always I think the one example for me that really puts a face on this, uh, what we're talking about is mm-hmm. it's like a man who is working for his family and he's putting out all of this time and energy uh, to be mm. a, a a good provider and a good father, but he's not spending any time with his kids. We've heard numerous right. stories about men like this. Yeah. And then when he yeah. gets to his on his last bed and he's about to die, the one thing he says is, what, I wish I had took the time mm-hmm. to spend. Because you know what? Making the time, the face time we have with our families, with our friends, with strangers even, those are really the important things. Those are the things yeah. that really breathe new life into us is how yeah. we help. And I think you're going to do a series for us, and, and I'll put a pitch out there for the Making It Happen group. Lisa's going to do a piece on how to love yourself first. Yeah. And then once yeah. you learn to love yourself, then you can love others. And once we, yeah. when we're really, really there, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that's important, not how much yeah. money I have at the bank. Because you can't right. take that with you. But your no. lasting impressions on your son, your daughter, your friends and family, that's what we talk about when you're gone is your legacy, your spirit. Yeah. That's what everybody talks about. Oh, he was such a wonderful father. He did blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or she was such a wonderful mom. It is our yeah. spirit, who we really are, 
which is what you started out the conversation with us to show yeah. that people remember most our real selves and not the ones our real mask. true self. You know that is so profound. And you know, you right now I just feel my father's presence, um, Teresa. And I, I'm uh, thinking back on his last days. You know, here mm-hmm. on, in this realm. And um, mm-hmm. my dad was a, you've, you've met my dad. He was a wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful person. And um, he just did fun. so much for other people. It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. that met my father knew my dad, just loved him. He was just one of those people that you just automatically loved. I mean, he was cool, he was funny, he was smart, you know, and him and I shared so much with one another all the time. I mean, he was really like, you know, one of my best friends. But I remember in dad's, you know, the last days, uh, last couple of months, and we didn't even know that it was his last days, okay? Mm-hmm. He knew he was sick and he was dying. He never told any of us. Um, but I'm thinking on the times when Dad, you know, he was retired from the state of Maryland, and I, I remember the times when we would talk and he would say to me, you know, after he was retired, he said, you know, kid, he said the most important, the, the things, the lessons that I've learned in life and the most important thing is family, and being with the people wow. and surrounded with the people that you love. You know, all the other things that we do, we work towards, you know, to make a living. He said, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you do those things because it's necessary, but he said there's nothing yeah. more important than family and being, yeah. you know, loving one another and being with one another. And and when I when he said that, it just, you know, struck a deep chord within me because, you know, he was a man who really did, uh, he loved his family, he loved being yeah. around family. Yeah, he worked, but family was important. When it when he called you Aww. for whatever occasions to come up to the house, he wanted you up there. When I want to see you, you know, I'm seeing you now. You better come up there, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very important. I mean, and one of my yeah. favorite sayings is, "You've never seen a Brinks truck following a hearse." You you haven't. No, no, no. no. So we have to really start really paying attention to the moment, living in the moment because the present is a gift. (laughs) The present, get it? The present is a gift. Yes. You know? (laughs) And we we have to honor that. We really, really have to honor that. Um, So um, we're down to that part of the show. It went by so fast again. (laughs) But I want to leave you with this. Living in the now sounds like it's easy, uh, sounds like it's easier said than done, and perhaps it is. But I've learned that anything really worth having is worth striving for, and we must strive for our peace and our joy. It's ours. It belongs to us. Nobody is going to give it to you. You were born to make manifest all that you desire, Whatever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We have been given the power to speak things into existence. We have been given the ability to think and to reason. The whole universe is based on the imagination of our creator. It was designed for us to use, be, and create that in which we are able to see, think, and believe. We must learn how to use God's universal laws that were set up for us so that we may live a joyful and loving experience while we are in this realm. Looking back to the days of old and trying to project ourselves too far into the future will not bring you that joy. Looking back 
keeps us in old habits, old pain, and old relationships. It keeps us down and depressed, and looking far too looking too far ahead brings about anxiety and worry about things that haven't even happened yet. So take advantage of what you do have, which is the right now. Embrace the moment of being in the moment. That's all you really have. That is all you can control, one step at a time. Focus. Give us this day our daily bread. Learn to live in the moment because there is power in being in the now. So that concludes our show for this evening. Uh, Teresa, wow, is all I can say. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, yeah, and I just want everybody to just remember, pay attention to what's in front of you right now. That's all you can embrace and have the gratitude for being able to just say thank you, God, for this day, this day. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout-out to my family, who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my friends and family on Facebook for listening in. Once again, Miss Teresa, wow, girl, what am I? What would I do without you? Wow. Yes. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, for knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Also, please don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. And follow us on Twitter at lyse101. We will be back on Monday, June 10th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, where we will continue on this path of discovering the power of now. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first, because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Thank you.